Gavin, my what's up? Gavin. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, today's a great day. We have a guest. We have a yeah. guest. It's first our first guest, guest episode. I know the first guest episode. It's a Kyle and Friends episode. Oh my gosh, it, it's it's happening, guys. We have a guest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. I so... didn't know I was the first guest. I thought, oh, I don't even know. Now I feel. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, Libby, you are. Thank yeah. you so much for coming on. Livy is no, is incredible. I I love her. So uh, no, I'm I'm so excited to have her on. Uh, you want to give yourself a little introduction, Libby? Yeah, sure. Um, well, I don't really know what to say. Um, um, I write on Letterboxd. I watch as many movies as I can, um, trying to watch more. And that's pretty much it. I like coming-of-age films. I like A24 films. I'm that typical, like, you know, person who loves A24 films and is a bit, like, cringe. Yeah. <laughs> I see. Yeah. That's why we like Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Heard. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, no, that, yeah. That's why. <laughs> Because it's very Gen Z and it's also uh, coming of age. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, Libby's being too modest. She's incredible. Um, she writes for WA Film Society and she's incredible. She writes. She wrote an amazing Where to Crawl Dads Sing review, which oh, Gavin, no you watch Where to Crawl Dads Sing, so maybe you should read it. Yeah, I should um, read that. No, she, she goes in on it. She goes in. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. No, and she also writes on Letterbox, and she's she's like Letterbox famous. She's way, she's way, she, yeah, you, she, yeah. No, if you add me and Gavin's followers and then mm-hmm. multiply it by three, that's how many followers Libby has. Libby's, yeah. Libby's letterbox famous. She, so, she uses the app way better than we do for sure. Yeah, yeah. no, she, she, she has a following. Yeah. So, that's so funny. I never think yeah. about it like that, but yeah, it's yeah. funny. No, I will, I consider like anyone who like, who has over a thousand followers, like to have a thousand oh, yeah. people read your like little short diary entries mm-hmm. that you're, you're a letterbox yeah. famous to me at least. And yeah, you have close to 2000. But I just yeah. write shit. Like <laughs> that's why yeah. funny to me. <laughs> do you follow yeah, Gavin? Do you, do you and Gavin uh, follow each other? Do I? I think I, I think I do, but I might yeah, not. I I'm sorry if I don't. Yeah. I, I will be, I will be after this. Yeah, There's nothing okay. to read anyway. I don't write. But Gavin doesn't post uh, reviews. He's, he's, yeah. he, he's oh, you should yeah. start. I know, yeah. I know. When he posts a review, it's like a quote of a movie. Yeah. And it's like, or I'm like, like, okay, or like, I'll, like, I'll do five movies in a row where I post like a sentence, and then and then 20 movies later, yeah. I'm not I'm not writing anything. Yeah. But yeah, so how was your week, Libby? Did you do anything fun? Yeah, I was in um I was in Melbourne for um Melbourne International Film Festival. Um, so that was pretty cool. Oh yeah. Nice. How was decision to leave? How was funny pages? I thought they were great. I, I I was waiting for one to come along that I didn't like, but there just wasn't any. So I saw I saw like 18 movies, I think, in about 10 days. Um, so like the one that I liked the least was still three stars for me, and that was Stars at Noon, the like Claire Denis film. Mm-hmm. Um but it was funny because some were like we saw pretty early. Like I saw Triangle of Sadness. I saw Decision to Leave. But oh, you're so like, lucky. Yeah. But then some were like Marcel the Show and um like some like uh Crime Based. of the Future, which you guys got ages ago, and we just don't get them in Australia for months. Like some some you guys have had for months. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, so, and that's like our advanced training for us. Mm-hmm. What was the movie of the fest for you? Um. Um, there was this Welsh film called Brian and Charles, which I just absolutely loved. Yes, yeah, I Gavin saw that. It. I have yeah. not seen like it. it. I'm dying to. Watch I did. It. I liked it. It was good. That was a good movie. Yeah, I found it just so funny. Like it just worked so well for me. Yeah. Um, and then Bodies, Bodies, Bodies was up there as well for me. 
Um, gotcha. And um, there's a few four and a half, like Fox Gourmet, Triangle of Sadness. Mass was another one that we haven't had in Australia at all. And that I, was, love mass. I saw on the first night. Yeah, that was four and a half for me. Yeah. And then I still the haven't seen three, Mass. I love. Damn. So yeah, I'm watching Funny Pages on Thursday, which should be great. Um, How are you watching Funny Pages? Uh, are you not a? Are you are you guys a twenty four like special members like the subscription service? We don't have it in Australia. I'm sorry. What's this? You know, a twenty four. They have like a magazine subscription service. Oh yeah, like I know. A twenty four. Yeah, it's like fifty six dollars a a year, and you get like they send you like free screenings to like movies and they're having like a screening room for funny pages so I, i'm gonna buy serious right now yeah so i'm gonna buy tickets to watch the screening room so i'm gonna watch on my tv on thursday i'm buying that today yeah for but... australia like a third world country when it comes to movies mm-hmm. like we don't get it that's so unfortunate <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes you get movies a day before us because you guys are well, 12 hours because ahead. of the time zone yeah, yeah. It's the same day it's just that it happens before yeah yeah but yeah, no. So ha- I'm glad that you had a great time at the Melbourne Film Festival. Yeah, um, I'm sad yeah. to be back home. Yeah, I love film festivals though; they're so fun. Yeah, me what too. ones have you been to? I've only been to the one in my in my local city. I've only been to like I live in Charlotte, and I, I've been to the Charlotte Film Festival. But it, and it was like so small, but it was so fun. Same here. I've only been yeah, to the Florida Film Festival in Orlando. Yeah, just the vibe of it is so good. Like it's just yeah. yeah. Because normally you'd watch some of those movies in like an empty cinema at like 10 a.m. Like just mm-hmm. your indies, like local. Yeah. It's like you're just in a packed room with people who love like movies like that. So it's just like exactly. you don't get it normally. No, yeah. it's so cool. Do you guys watch anything fun this week? Um, uh, I haven't watched one since I got home. Yeah. I haven't watched anything um, since Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. So Yeah, same here. So like I just yeah. basically watch Inua, which we talked a little bit about before the pod started. Yeah. But that was great. If you guys yeah. are uh, fans of you also or anime, mm-hmm. you should watch that. Or even if you're um, not a fan of anime necessarily, you also is a great director. Just try out his stuff and see if it clicks with yeah. you. Highly recommend Devilman Crybaby on yes. Netflix. That's an amazing show. Uh, watch yeah. Devilman Crybaby. Yeah. Libby, do you watch any have you watched any you awesome movies? No. Yeah. You would love I, ping pong I, the I animation. Yeah. Do you think so? Yeah, you'd okay, love cool. ping pong the animation. That well, that's one that you would dig. But all right, cool. I'll check it out. Yeah, <laughs> you guys want to get into bodies, bodies, bodies? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, I know. So before, uh, before this, I I was telling Libby you're gonna like it more than me, um, because because so many uh, before, people told me that I'd love it. Yeah, because you this is your type of movie, um, yeah, and then like, I never expect her to give it such a high score which we'll get on near the end of the episode but mm-hmm. that was that was crazy to me so I'm, I'm excited to hear Libby's take on it so you want to start us off Libby you want to tell us uh about bodies 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 hit us with a synopsis yeah so I so are we going into spoilers on this or is it strictly a no spoilers thing so Ooh. we we talk about this all the time about if yeah. we're gonna do spoilers or non-spoilers and we still haven't decided on it yet so I'm, I'm starting I'm starting to think that we should just do like make like the first half of the episode non-spoilers and we can put a timestamp for when spoilers start yeah okay cool so okay we'll cool. start so non-spoilers yeah yeah cool so basically bodies 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 is um it's a group of teens that are in or young 20 somethings and they go to a mansion for like hurricane a hurricane party where they all get together to like kind of wait out the hurricane 
um, and they all were drinking, doing drugs, having a good time, and they end up playing this game, which we call something else in Australia, but they call it bodies, 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 and it's where um, someone's the murderer and someone um, they kill someone in the group, like um, fake kill them, and then the group's got to get together and figure out who um, is the killer. Mm -hmm. And then it turns out that someone actually dies um, and then that sets off a whole um, like motion of events. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty accurate. <laughs> yeah, that is. Yeah, there we go. That, that, that would be a synopsis of bodies, bodies, bodies. <laughs> right, nailed it. Yeah, no, you, you killed did. it. Uh, Libby, you should start a podcast. We would listen. Both me and Gavin would be huge oh, I'll just listeners. join this. I'll just, I'll just piggyback. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Yeah. No, no, you, you can casually join anytime you want. Uh, yeah, no, but uh, yeah, bodies, bodies, bodies. For me, I uh, I saw the trailer and I thought to myself, this looks rough. I don't, well, I don't want to watch a Pete Davidson movie. Really? From the trailer? You thought it looked killing. rough? No, no, yeah, well, the first trailer. I was like, this is really Gen Z. Uh, and this well, is, I, yeah. I, no, I, I wasn't, I wasn't a fan of all the, Gen Z buzzwords that they were using, like toxic and. But you know and, that it's like ironic, right? Like you know. Yeah, I know. It, I got a joke, but like I was like, yeah, yeah I don't, I don't know you if I want to watch. Funny. No, I, I, like I understood it was a satire on Gen Z humor and like Gen Z culture, yeah. but like mm -hmm. I wasn't crazy about it from the trailer, and I was like, I don't know. I, I I guess I'll see where everyone else is at, and like I saw, Gavin was pretty excited for it, and obviously I knew Libby was gonna be huge on it, but I don't know. I I, I from the trailer I wasn't really feeling it. I was really mixed on it when I actually entered the theater to watch the film, though. Uh the first third of the movie I didn't really feel like I connected with it, uh in a way that I wanted to. Mm -hmm. Um, I expected probably just like a little bit more. Of substance but i think that's also part of the charm of the film uh but as it went on i really did enjoy the story of it trying to figure out who was a killer and of course the reveal at the end but yeah what about you guys yeah i mean like you said i was pretty excited for it but mostly just because it's a24 and they're probably yeah. my favorite studio work like making films today maybe like if unless we're counting ghibli but ghibli like barely makes movies but you know so a20 like so I, i'm any a24 that comes out in movie in, that, that comes out in a year i'm excited for and this just looked like it was going to be fun and i'm, I'm a big fan of like of just fun horror movies or, or and even if it wasn't a horror movie it, it had a, like a, a horror like kind of vibe to it so i was just going in hoping for an entertaining time i thought it was that but i agree with you where I think it could have reached a little more with the substance. Mm -hmm. Libby? I think, so, like, we'll probably get into the substance part later on because that mm -hmm. will be where I like to talk about spoilers. But when I was, um, when I just looked at it at base level, I didn't watch trailers or anything because I don't do that. But um, I saw the cast, which I was excited for. Um, not Pete Davidson, but I loved Rachel Sennett in um, Shiver Baby. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you guys like Shiver Baby? Oh, we love Shiver we, Baby. We both love Shiver Baby. I told yeah. Gavin before hey, the cool. podcast started, she's a huge Shiver Baby fan. So we're yeah. going to be able to relate on the Rachel Sennett love here. We're, because she's so good in that and she's so good in this. Like she gets all of the, like, I feel like when I think of where I laughed the most, it was all her lines. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. And then um, Maria. 
Bakalova, is that how you say it, from Borat too. Yeah. Like, yeah. I was really excited to see what she'd do after Borat. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was kind of my thoughts going into it. I just thought, like, neon lights, it looks cool. It looks like an A24 thing that I'll just love. Um, and mm-hmm. those two performances, I was excited to see. Yeah, I agree. I think it was, I think especially um, Rachel Senat and Maria Bakalova, as well as, who was the one who played Maria Bakalova's uh, girlfriend? In the that movie? was the Amanda, um, the girl Cyber. from Hunger Games. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The girl from The Hit You Give as well. Yeah, I know. She was yeah. also very good. Um, she was good, yeah. I, I thought they were all good. I thought the girl yeah. that played, um, the girl that played Jordan was good because she had to be like kind of cold, but you yeah, still, same. like it would be hard she was to great too. pull that off. Yeah. And same with the girl that played Emma. Yeah. Yeah, they were all good. Did you like, so, yeah. You know how you were saying about Pete Davidson films? Do you like The King of Staten Island or no? I do. That's uh, one of the rare few. I actually really enjoyed Pete Davidson, that movie. Uh, I think we, I think you you enjoyed it a lot too, didn't you? Yeah, I had it at five stars, but I rewatched it yesterday and then I moved it to four and a half. But I watched it like four or five times. Yeah. I've seen it three times, I think. No, yeah, I've seen it. I've seen. I've only seen it once. I haven't had a chance to rewatch it, but uh, yeah, I really like that movie. I thought it was. I thought it was very good. Yeah, uh, good. Or did good picture. did you did you guys watch Big Time Adolescence? I did. Yeah, I didn't like that as much. Oh really? I I, I love that movie. I dug I it. I thought it was um, more kind of standard. The director of Big Time Adolescence also did a movie this year with Pete Davidson in it as well called I Want You Back with Charlie Day and oh, yeah. um, I Jenny Slate. Yet. Yeah. Uh, and Jenny Slate, uh, she's having a year, man, I'm telling you. But uh, I didn't know Pete Davidson was in that. Yeah, no, well, it, it's like a Pete Davidson, he just shows up randomly. Yeah, is he in it like, or is he like okay. in it? Yeah. He's like, he's like in it for 10 minutes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's not like a big role, but it's not like a spoiler cameo or anything like mm. that. Yeah, no, but. Back on the topic of uh, bodies, bodies, bodies. Uh, since we're talking about Pete Davidson, what do you think of uh, Pete Davidson as a whole, like his character? Because uh, you guys, are you guys? I don't want to get into spoilers yet, but what do you think about how he, uh, how he played the character, especially in the beginning? I mean, I thought that it was kind of the standard Pete Davidson thing, but then there's a part where he, when they're still playing the game, there's a part mm-hmm. where he actually gets quite agitated, and I wasn't expecting that from him yeah. as much. That yeah. was the part that kind of I remembered. To be honest, I think Pete Davidson and Emma were my favorite couple. I, I'm not toxic, but like I'm, I, like I'm just saying. Nah, like, man, I that's actually... nah, dude. What? <laughs> no, there's, I actually... there's no, there's no <laughs> no. toxic couples. Like no, they're true. all awful. Yeah, but they're all awful think... people, which is what I love. In terms of story, like I laughed the most at them like i love when she like just like sits in pete davidson's lap and she, he just pushes her down i'm like yo what in the world yeah, yeah. <laughs> no that's crazy that you said that no i love i love I, greg, I, love, I love greg and alice like rachel senna and lee pace dude that yeah. couple that was amazing oh my gosh yeah that was a vibe i enjoyed yeah. them a lot yeah, so beautiful so funny. yeah when she like doesn't know at all who he is or anything about him yeah, yeah. and he's like no i know his star sign yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> no, she knows his moon, which is more yeah. specific than star sign. That's so funny. Have you guys seen the memes that have like come out? It's like, you know them. Like this will never translate well to a podcast, but you know the meme where um the guys alone at the party and it's like they don't know blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah. There's like the meme of like they don't know I'm a Libra moon or like 
they don't know. Like, I don't know. Yeah. It's so funny. Like, when you see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen those. Those are good. Those are funny. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. <laughs> Rachel Sennott is just... I, I can't ignore that she's just such a goddess in this movie oh my lord she yeah, she's probably she's probably was, the best yeah she's probably my standout I was losing this one. It. Yeah, yeah every I single think she's scene stand out in anything like, no, I truly. think she's just that kind of actress like I I, I I I'm so excited for what she does next yeah give Rachel set up more roles really she's in yeah. a new um the the woman who did Shiva baby her next movie she's in that and that's yeah. like a it's like a lesbian fight club at a high school movie. Like I barely know anything about it, but it sounds awesome. Oh, you I know, think I have heard what? about that. That's yeah. awesome. No, I'm yeah, telling you, I'm bisexuals sure. are are loving Rachel Sennett right now. Yeah, it's a, this is a good movie, I think, for bisexuals. So you got Lee Pace. Yeah. And you've got like I think Lee Pace is hot. Everyone here is hot. This movie, everyone here. Yeah, is exactly. Hot. That's what I mean. It's a good movie for. Yeah, <laughs> but <laughs> except, well, I, I'm not. Pete Davidson's not hot. I'm sorry. Tommy I think Stan. some girls are into it. No, a lot of girls are into it, but like for me personally, Pete Davidson's not hot. Libby, yeah, you're a Kanye, Kanye fan. We have Kanye yeah. bias. <laughs> Kanye, <laughs> bias. <laughs> Kanye bias. Kanye bias involved. True, true. So actually, Libby, our our previous episode that we recorded before this was uh Genius, the Kanye doc. I think I asked oh, you, yeah. if you if you were interested in joining that one. And I, I yeah, don't think I think you... I was busy. That's when I was seeing a movie that night, I think. Yeah. yeah. But what's your opinion on Kanye and Pete Davidson and Kim and Pete Davidson breaking up recently? Do you have any opinion on that? I mean, you know you're Kanye I fan. don't really I don't really care. Like I don't think Kanye yeah. will go back to Kim anyway, but Oof. also I know like you just take anything with a grain of salt. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like there's no way you can know what's coming next. I'm more yeah. interested in the Kid Cudi Kanye thing. I want them to get back together more than I want Same. Kanye and Kim to get back together. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if that's gonna happen. I feel like, you know, know. obviously Cudi and Kanye like they break up and then they get back together like every other year. But I think for real yeah. this time, I think it's just it's just too heavy and their relationship is just too it toxic more at this point. This time. Yeah, because yeah. like, but that's more like, important to me than him and mm-hmm. Kim. Yeah, true. I mean, I. In terms of art wise, I think personally for Connie, I think probably his relationship with Kim is a little bit more important. But oh well, yeah, but I don't, I don't think she's gone. I don't think there she's going back to him. Mm. No. Yeah. Okay. Well, back to the movie. I don't no, know. Yeah. That was that was a that was a quick little sucks for Kanye kind of thing. Yeah, but, we, you know, we right, got well. we got we got insert Kanye in every episode, yeah. so <laughs> you guys remember that we're Kanye fans. <laughs> yeah. No. But are you guys ready to get into spoilers? Yes. For sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So oh, Pete Davidson. Sorry guys, spoilers right now. Uh yeah, no, yeah, Pete Davidson. Oof. Dude, Oof. that TikTok was amazing. That was at the very end. Yeah, that was one of the most beautiful things that I they would have do you think they would have posted the TikTok? Like, because it was in drafts when they saw it. Like, do you reckon they would have posted it? No. Why would they post <laughs> TikTok of your friend? I don't dying? know. I just just funny to think about. No, yeah, I, I, mean, I, I agree. I, made, I agree. The, it's funnier if they. I think it. if, I think if I made it and I ended up dying like he did, I think I'd want my friends to post it because Same. I would find that hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think TikTok would probably remove it though. Oh, true. Oh well, but yeah, yeah. for losers, yeah. yeah. It doesn't matter uh, anyway. Like you're dead, you're not gonna know. Exactly. Yeah. So what? What was your What was your opinion on like the twist that there was actually no killer? I loved time? it. 
mm-hmm. I liked it a lot because then it became more about psychological like it was I saw the director say that it was like Lord of the Flies and it is like that mm-hmm. a bit because they're all mm-hmm. thinking so much about yeah. who it could be and um and they all out of their own paranoia they all end up killing each other and it's not actually anything other than paranoia and psychologically and I found that so interesting yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't even know that the director referenced Lord of the Flies, but I actually had that thought by the end where I was like, I was like, this is like a Gen Z version of Lord of the Flies. Yeah, like, yeah she said it was, um, she said it was Lord of the Flies X um, Mean Girls. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's pretty accurate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she yeah. got spot yeah. on with that. That's good. I mean, yeah. you'd hope that she knows what it is. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But no, that's pretty much what um, it, yeah, and I love that. I love how it was just kind of like everyone was just so stupid that they ended up dying, but like because they thought there was a killer, so they were trying to be reactive to it, but then they were yeah. just, yeah, yeah the, it, was, it was, it was good. I, I adored this. Like, yeah, go on, Kyle. Oh, yeah, I adored the scene with, um, with Greg where, where like they're all trying to fight him because mm-hmm. they all think that he might be the killer. Um, yeah. and like speaking to your point, Gavin, where you said, uh, that, you just loved how they were trying to figure out who the killer was. And then at the end, it kind of just revealed that there was actually a killer the whole time. Yeah. But with Greg, I, I really was, I was really like truly interested in seeing where he went with that scene. And I kind of enjoyed that they killed Greg by the end because yeah, this is a, he, he was like, he was the most likely sub- suspect like in yeah. like an actual situation, which uh yeah. And I just never expected them to actually murder him. Um, yeah that moment is such a step up in like intensity mm-hmm. like that's when it kind of felt like it got real mm-hmm. exactly and especially later on in the movie when they're all accusing maria bakalova's character of possibly the murderer um yeah. that's when it really got really good and like really tense yeah um because like it's keeping such a level of humor but also having this really deep layer of of um of like introspection into the actual movie where uh maria bakalova is like being like kind of singled out by the cast i think it's a really great way of showing um the way that cast has changed their views the the characters uh throughout the movie yeah this is when i was saying about substance like i think it's saying something about um social like this sounds this sounds quite contrived but it is like everyone's looking at social media and everyone's worried what everyone's thinking about them and everyone's so obsessed over the smallest things and that's what it was showing with all the paranoia about who it could be and it's like if you actually take a step back and look at the larger situation I think they would have like they could have just taken their time with the phone and everything and like do you know what I mean it actually is saying something about how we look at things I definitely think it says a lot about uh, social media, especially as well as Gen Z culture. Yeah. Um, like just the way that I feel that they see us and the way that we're portrayed in like media, uh, as well yeah. as like the way that a lot of like older people might view the way that we speak, and it's it's obviously playing into that. Um, I think we spoke earlier about how it's somewhat of a satire on that level, mm-hmm. but it's yeah. uh, it's it's really. It's really great, and I like. I think it has a really great message of, uh, like, the way that you can add that kind of substance into the movie because, like, it's substance. It's it's substantive in that way where it's showcasing that hidden message beneath the surface of this like really contrived whodunit. 
which was yeah. really interesting. Yeah. And, uh, and that's yeah. what Lee Pace's character represents as well, that older generation um, coming yeah, into it sure. as like an outsider, which is why they actually suspect him at the start. I think a lot of it's to do with the, like the age difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I, I also appreciate that the characters weren't just, which was, if I had a worry going in, it would be that the characters would just be uh, spews for Gen Z buzzwords and, and they would just be like, like a Gen Z checklist. But then yeah. by the end of the movie, yeah. they still feel like characters and they still feel like people that will go on to exist after the credits roll for us. And they, they just feel like people our age. They don't really feel like um, they don't they don't just feel like a studio being like, okay, what do the kids say on, on TikTok these days? Yeah, I, I completely agree with that. What do you think about the relationship between uh, Maria Bakalova's character and the main main girl, Cheryl? And Cheryl's mm-hmm. character? Because yeah. I think especially near the ending where they talk about uh, where like they're trying to fight over the phone to see uh, to see everything that happened because Jordan like exposes exposed yeah. to Cheryl to her um that I think it's also just like a really interesting way of making like an added layer of intensity to the story even though it's somewhat low level compared to like the possibility of there being a murder um of like this this somewhat relationship drama because like that is something I feel like a lot of Gen Z people like I mean if I, I don't know if you guys seen Euphoria but there's like also like a scene there's a scene in that show in Euphoria season two where um we're like they're like arguing about um where we're they're trying to help Rue get off drugs, but then like uh Rue exposes exposes um Cassie's character and says that Yeah and says that yeah, uh, I know what... you're 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 how long have you been having sex with Nate Jacobs and it's like really funny like it like caused the whole fight. I think it's also just like a really great way of diverting interests from like the main subject while still keeping that intensity yeah. high because they're obviously yeah. the intense situation but yeah i think there's a few things i really liked about um sophie and um sophie and b's relationship and like the first one was that you know how the film opens with sophie saying i love you and then maria buckleover's character not saying it back so it like Mm -hmm. just kind of sets the whole tone of um like what's going on and then the other thing i love is um when Maria Bakalova's character um, gets kicked out from the house, she goes into Sophie's truck and finds Jordan's like underwear in the car that she's seen before. Yeah. So she knows that she knows that Jordan's been in there. And then later on, it comes to comes to into the conversation that Jordan says that Sophie's been cheating on her, and Sophie's trying to convince B that she's not. But we, as the audience, know that B knows that Sophie's lying, and mm-hmm. that shifts the whole situation. And I thought that was a really smart, smart way of doing it. Yeah, because I think I think that uh, that aspect of having the audience know what uh, having everyone except for um, what's her name, Sharon, Sophie, yeah. Sophie, except for having Sophie know, like everyone but Sophie knows that. Um, what's going on and what is known and not known that makes it like that makes it a whole lot more toxic than it already is because you're seeing yeah you're seeing what sophie you're seeing sophie pretty much like you're yeah you're really trying to see your life it's not it's not like we don't know the truth we do know and we're still seeing sophie go through the motions of no i didn't do this you have to believe me and stuff like that yeah it's the fact that she tries so hard to convince her and it's like she 
we all know she's lying. Yeah. Um, did you guys think it was told from like um, Maria Baklova's character's perspective, or what did you guys think, or was it yeah, told for me? I think it definitely was. Um, yeah. Also, I think a little bit of a shared viewpoint with Sh- with uh, Cheryl's character. Yeah. But uh, mainly Maria Baklova. I feel like she was the main focal point of where the story was being mm. told. Yeah. Yeah, I thought she was great. Mm-hmm. No, she was yeah, she was great, and I think I think she pulled off that final line too. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. What do you guys think of the screenplay as a whole? Um, I think it's re- yeah, I think it's really sharp. I think it's I don't think it's the strongest. I think it's I think it's definitely elevated by the actors, but I think that uh, a screenplay like that is really hard is incredibly hard to write, and I think that like mm-hmm. like it, it could have been so much worse. It could have been so annoying so quickly. So yeah. It- it's, it could have been super annoying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's a great idea we were able to keep it super fresh and like still have it be somewhat funny throughout the whole movie. It goes back to what Gavin was saying before about how they feel like people our age actually wrote it instead of just people trying to relate to people our age. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. that aspect is so hard to get um, right. And it's got, we've seen it been done wrong so many times more than we've seen it actually being done properly yeah yeah no 100% I think uh, the screenplay it chose to it chose to focus on the fact that even though Gen Z can at times appear and has it has the overcoat of being very um very different from other generations and and we and we don't have we we exist in almost a different reality because we've grown up with uh kind of a, a digital reception of ourselves and stuff like that but it mm. still manages to find a relatable point between Gen Z and, and just everyone watching in the theater. Yeah. I think I'll find it really fun to rewatch as well, which is like testament to the screenplay again, because going into it from the start, knowing about Pete Davidson's character in the first, death, yeah. like it will change the film so much. Like obviously you can look back on it after mm-hmm. watching it and know stuff will change, but watching it from the start the whole way through will be a completely different experience. Yeah, no, how, did, how did the film festival crowd react to this? They loved it. They were laughing the whole time. Like, it was completely full, completely sold out. But the thing is, in Australia, this film doesn't come out until September 15th. So it doesn't come out for a whole month since I saw it at the film festival. Wow. So, um, so yeah, so we were all felt lucky to see it then, I think. And that's one of the closest ones. Some of them, like, we haven't had cinematic releases for a lot of um, A24 films. So that's one of the lucky mm-hmm. ones. Yeah. That's crazy. Like, um, like you, you said, like, like, yeah, no, go ahead. I was just going to say something different. I was just going to ask about the music because did you guys like the music in it or did you find it a bit kind of like, I thought it was, I thought it was a little too much. Um, yeah. I also, I did, I, I didn't like the Charlie EXC song, which I know a lot of people love. Like I've been seeing a lot of hot girl videos on my timeline for some reason. Um, <laughs> but it wasn't my thing. No. Um, I like Charlie XCX, but I understand why you wouldn't because I only recently got into her music and I'm kind of getting into that kind of hyper pop genre, but I mm-hmm. never used to be. So I completely understand why you wouldn't. And it's kind of like Booksmart. Like I remember when Booksmart came out, a lot of people thought the music was way over the top and like took you completely out of the film. And I think the music in this actually fits the film better than it would in Booksmart. Um, but I still think like you can, it can be a bit too much at some at some point. 
Yeah. Yeah. If uh, anything, it wasn't even too much for me. I just, I think, I think it was just pretty standard for what a soundtrack for that movie would be. And in the yeah, same way, like cool. you just mentioned, Booksmart, I, I just, I, I kind of wish both soundtracks, they, I just kind of wish they had more flair for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I don't know. I just wasn't, I wasn't feeling that. I think <laughs> a lot. You didn't like Booksmart though either. Wait, no, what? Books... Whoa, 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 what? I like Hang Booksmart. Three... I gave it three stars. Yeah, no, see, you don't no. like it. <laughs> yeah, don't do that to us. Don't do that. Oh, I liked it. I gave it three stars. Did you go for no, three... his body's three stars as well? I did. Yeah. I liked no, it. I like both movies. Count. That doesn't count for me. Yeah, same. Okay. Sorry, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought they were both okay. I mean, I have I have a lot of issues with Booksmart. I didn't um, know you gave Booksmart fair. three stars, bro. I know it's I, so wrong. Like, it, like either Booksmart's like a, I think they're both in the same area where they're like high sixes, low sevens. Um, for me, I I wasn't really feeling Booksmart. Um, I was really bothered by it at the beginning. Um, and then like I just never recovered. And I haven't rewatched it since I initially watched it in theaters in 2019 or 2018. I think Booksmart is more grating than Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Like I understand, mm. I love Booksmart. But I understand why you wouldn't like it more than Bodies, 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 because I only like books. It can be annoying for Billy Lord. That was she was the best part of that movie. Fair. That that's yeah. completely fair. <laughs> yeah, that's that's yeah, that's, that's yeah, that's valid. But like similarly with Bodies, 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 I think what really held it back was especially that first act. I just was not feeling it. Um, the music was something I really didn't vibe with that much. Um, not to put in like Kanye bias again, but I just I couldn't get over it. It was I I, th- I found a lot of the characters to be annoying, and especially I feel like Pete Davidson was pretty stagnant as an actor. So like him especially, I didn't really buy with his acting as much, and uh some of the other characters as well, some of the other actors. Uh, you guys you guys spoke on you thought that the girl who played Jordan was great. Um, I've only seen her in On the Block, but I didn't think she was incredible as Jordan. Um, I didn't think she was incredible. I thought, I thought given, I thought given yeah. the the distance that she had to have from the other characters, I thought she, I thought she did well with what she had, and she, yeah. she used, she used as much room with that character as she could. But I mean, yeah, to say she was incredible, I would say that. But I thought no, she was. I think the way her character was written, especially, um, yeah, for her acting prowess, I don't think it really gave her a lot to bite on, and I don't think her, I think her character could have been a little bit better thought out. I think there's a few scenes where she really shows something different, but I don't think it was incredible. I just think she kind of did what she had to do, and there were a few scenes where she pushed it a bit further than that. But yeah, I wouldn't say incredible. Yeah, yeah. And then also, uh, I I, it just felt like I maybe missed some parts. Like I just maybe like didn't really see the full director's intent. Like especially with like the stuff like. How, how often they brought Max up in the movie and then, like, Max just shows up at the end. Like, I think, uh, from my understanding, I think they were just kind of, like, trying to play it off as, like, you know, he just stumbled on and then, like, was like, what happened here? But, like, I just, I, I wish that he just never showed up at all or he came in a little earlier before, like, came in during the situation. Mm-hmm. That's probably how I would have written it if, if I was a writer. Um, just to have that extra perspective, especially as people were dying. Um, and yeah. he was a point of interest, a point of contact. But I don't know. I think I was missing like a lot of main focus, which is why it led to me giving it three stars. 
I definitely what was the um what was the audience like when you guys saw it did you guys see it in the cinema yeah so yeah i'm gonna be honest uh a24 fans in central florida suck i hate them so much <laughs> no no I'm not what are they like i i told gavin about it when i watched everything yeah. over all at once these people clapped for the a24 logo and i'm like jesus christ oh god no no i'm Even telling you a20, a24 is becoming like art house marvel we're like yeah they are a little bit yeah we're like they basically we're like they they don't care as much as about the directors or who's making the movies they care that's a24 um the and- funny thing is if you watch a lot of old like as in old by like 2013 to 2015 16 a24 films a lot of them are just awful like yeah yeah Zelda show was my 100 a24 film so bodies was like my 99th or 98th hundred A twenty four films. Libby yeah. to go. And That's insane. That is yeah, Libby to go for real listen, though. Like, a lot of them are awful. Like I love yeah. I love about seventy percent of them, but that thirty that I'm not a fan of are really, really bad films. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I went back and watched like uh like last year, I think I went back and watched like a lot of A twenty fours like earlier catalog and like dude, it's yes. rough. It's rough. Yeah. I do enjoy I, barely. We watched them together. Uh, which ones have we watched? Yeah, we watched um Krisha. Do you remember? I do the Terrence Underwood one. That was great. The I think honestly that's one of my favorite uh, yeah. uses of sound mixing in an indie film before. Um, it was it, it was fantastic. I I really enjoyed Krisha. I don't think I enjoyed it more than Waves. So Waves was better. No, I love Waves is in my top one hundred, and I didn't like Krisha as much. Um, yeah, but it comes at night. I liked enough. But yeah, why yeah. I, I love. But as I was saying, yeah, no, A24 fans in in Central Florida are annoying. Like when I was watching Marcel, uh, these people were having the time of their lives. Which well, fair enough. Yeah, Mar- to be fair, Mar- Marcel. Marcel is Marcel's great. Biggest. Yeah, yeah. No, but yeah. like I I barely could hear the dialogue. They were laughing so much, and I I I need to rewatch Marcel because I want to watch it like with a more one on one experience. Yeah. So yeah, but and then like with bodies, 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 my my audience similarly was was going crazy. They were loving it. So. Um, I don't know. I feel like I've kind of become a little isolated by A24 because, mm-hmm. like, even with stuff like X, like, people just feel so comfortable treating it like a Marvel movie. They're just like, they talk throughout the whole movie. Like, like, and oh, they like freak awful. out at like stuff. And it's like, I'm like, what is going on? You remember when A24 was like, was like, like, it happened like in the pre Lighthouse days when A24 was like still like super niche. Like, I remember when I went, went yeah. to watch Midsommar. And like it was like before eight twenty four like really fully popped off. Yeah, like, I feel like it happened in twenty nineteen. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and like it was sure. like there's like four people in the theater, and like mm-hmm. there was like one family earlier on, but they walked out to go watch Spider Man because they realized it wasn't a good movie. I remember and, you telling me. About I saw. That. Yeah. I saw Midsummer in a packed cinema with Same. my dad. Yeah, but I think in America especially. Oh, you saw it? No, you saw it with your dad. Yeah. Did you see it with my dad? No, I, I, I mean, I saw Red Rocket with my dad. I didn't see Midsummer with my dad. I showed yeah, my mom the director's cut of Midsummer when it came back to theaters, and she walked out. Uh, yeah, dude, at the why, first, man? At the first suicide. Yeah, why? Your mom because... can't handle Kanye music. Why would you take her to Midsummer director's cut? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because I was telling her it's like my favorite movie of the year, and she was like, "Uh, I don't want to watch it." I was like, "Come on, come on, you're gonna love it. You're gonna love it." And, uh. I, I, she wasn't gonna love it. Um, yeah, actually, and then she funny. did not, in yeah. fact, love it. Yeah, she she walked out like, like did he at a first suicide. Oh uh, yeah, I did stayed. She she just she just went to the car, just like sat in the car for two hours. 
And I was like, okay, you do you. Um, She also walked out the lighthouse, which was very surprising. Uh, I also watched the lighhouse with my dad in the cinema. Dude, I don't, yeah. yeah. He still talks about the mermaid scene. (laughs) That's fair. That's valid. I don't want to hear about it. Yeah, it's like no. Yeah. Well, my mom yeah, also walked out of Nine Days, which is not a twenty four movie, but I just thought like, I thought she would like. She that did. One she walked out of Nine Days. Yeah, she she was not that. feeling it. Yeah, That's she weird. She's, she said that she enjoyed Tony Hale's character, but it was nonsense otherwise. Huh. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, maybe it's like is it like the whole like reincarnation thing? Is that why? Yeah, I think it was mainly a religion thing. She was like, okay. yeah, I don't know how I feel about this. I but yeah, uh, yeah. Back to the movie. <laughs> you yeah. getting sidetracked? Yeah, A twenty four fans in in Florida suck, but uh, other than that, we love. I love A twenty four. I think I've been like starting to trend more towards neon. Than a twenty four now, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, same. Yeah. Like slow, like slowly but surely, yeah, for sure. Like especially with like, I think Neon is just taking more creative risks now. Um, like a twenty four, I feel like they they feel safe knowing that they have a dedicated fan base. Yeah, yeah, and that if they take a few swings every now and then, they'll still be appreciated. But for the most part, they can still make like kind of like art house horror and even throw in some basic horror like X in there. Mm-hmm. And still, like, be pretty safe knowing that the large majority of your fans will enjoy it. But, like, Neon, like, they're taking, like, a lot of great risks, like, with Pleasure uh, recently and with Teton. And I think yeah. I'm really trending towards more of the Neon brand. Um, and I'm just scared that, that Neon's going to get infiltrated by A24 fans. And, like, it's going to be, like, an unbearable experience in the theater. But... Oh, I think I think A twenty four and Neon. I think they both popped off in like completely different ways in twenty nineteen. Yeah, like yeah, A twenty four. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think I think Neon. Like, it's not like they. It's not like those two movies were box office hits or anything. But they definitely gave um, Neon a lot more room to like mm-hmm. to like do what they need to do. You know. I think it's also uh, me and Gavin, Olivia. I don't know if you're. I know you're a little bit of a fan of the Oscars as well, but me and Gavin, we love predicting the Oscars. We might have you back on for yes, an Oscar thanks. predicting episode. When we yeah, we got to do uh, that. I'm so, I'm so down for that. But, Let's go. Uh, yeah, so I think it's also just a really big testament to how far mainstream appeal they've both gotten with the fact that they've both been able to win Best Picture in like the past like six years. A24 no. doing yeah. it with uh with Moonlight and then Neon doing it with Parasite. Um. And like usually it would be impossible for an indie film to do it, but it's but they've just been able to do it without heavy campaigning and with like pure word of mouth, which is incredible to me how much they've been able to pop off in that respect. Uh, the thing is though, um, like with like with Parasite and Moonlight, they both had almost universal acclaim from audiences mm-hmm. and critics. And then when yeah. you like I really enjoyed Coda, but when you compare it to something like that. It's like a film can be a lot worse than Parasite and Moonlight and just be backed by a huge campaign. Like yeah. that compared to Green Book and Coda, compared to um, Moonlight and Parasite, like of course those two films would win Best Picture over them. But it's a, mm-hmm. like, do you know what I mean? Like they can yeah. win, but they need to be almost perfect compared to these far worse films. Yeah, yeah. because like, especially with a good campaign, you can really win Best Picture with anything, you know? Uh, I, 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 it's an episode for another time, but like I, I find the whole history of like the Oscar campaign 
starting with Harvey Weinstein with Shakespeare in Love is is mm-hmm. absolutely insane. Like how the Oscar campaign came to be in its current state and how campaigning is like yeah. now like a huge factor of needing to get an Oscar. It's it's insane. Yeah. And but oh it's so interesting. Know, That's why I love the Oscars. It's so interesting. Yeah. All the factors that go into it. Yeah. The history of the Oscars is is insane. Um yeah. But yeah. <laughs> what are we still talking about bodies 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 i guess <laughs> i mean we, how many yeah. how many oscars do you think um it will get nominated for because i'd guess zero yeah zero yeah can you I imagine if that um charlie xcx song gets um best, best original song, song. that'd, that'd be, be honestly funny. yeah that, <laughs> I, that, I that, that yeah there's actually like not like there's not a zero percent chance of that happening like you know like that could happen no yeah i mean yeah there's a zero point like three yeah yeah it's pretty low i don't have much confidence in it getting nominated i don't think a24 is gonna really Back campaign it. for it yeah, yeah a24 like now that they have like money they can actually start campaigning and i think all their effort is going to go towards everything everything everywhere, everywhere. yeah and whale yeah because i think but that's i definitely think everything everywhere came out so long ago by the time yeah. it rolls around to oscar season that's so long ago but, but it's, it's but it's still a, it's still like people are still talking about everything. Yeah, it's everywhere, so much you know? in the zeitgeist. I, I think in a similar way, it will have that kind of effect, like the Boyhood effect, where like Boyhood like had that momentum throughout Sundance, all the way to the Oscars. Yeah. Although that mm. did end up losing to Birdman. Um, True. But like or, everything everywhere just got re-released like this month in in the United States, didn't? Uh yeah, with like an extra like eight minutes, but I never watched yeah. it. Yeah, it only playing. The normal cut only stopped playing in cinemas here about a week, uh, like a few weeks ago, and that's yeah. just a normal cut. Exactly. Yeah. I think it's getting a Best Picture nomination, but oh, definitely. Even getting yeah. nominated is a huge achievement, even if For it just sure. gets nominated. That's absolutely huge. Yeah, Age Twenty Four is going to get double nominated this year. I think it's going to be the whale and everything everywhere, but it could be something like obviously we'll have to see what reactions outside of Tiff and Venice are this year. Before we like make any yeah. final decisions on like what's gonna get nominated for the Oscars, um, although Tiff is already locked. Do you locked think Marcel up. will get animated? No. So it's it's no. Well, actually, it's. I eligible. mean, do you? Yeah, it is it's, eligible, it's, but do you think it'll it's crazy? Get it? Like, it, well, it's, it depends on if the Oscars are gonna say like, even though it's eligible, will the Oscars say is this really an animated movie? Yeah. Um, I think if what, it gets nominated, I think it wins. Films have we had? Imagine well, Minions: Rise of Gru. Get I don't think, up. yeah, well, we've also had, like, the bad guys in Lightyear and Turning Red, and uh, we still have Strange World coming out this year. Yeah, I think Strange World might win, because Strange yeah. World looks, like, creatively really interesting. I think Disney is really taking over the Pixar spot, like, Disney Disney animation as a whole mm-hmm. is, like, really taking over, like, the Pixar zeitgeist on animated Best Picture winners, um, with, like, Encanto uh, winning yeah. last year. True. Um. But yeah, I think Strange World has a really good chance of winning if it really sticks to landing or if it's at least like relatively good. Like if it can get like a 3.7 on Letterbox, I think Strange World probably has it locked up. Um, but I think if not, Marcel is probably going to win. Like if, it, if Marcel gets nominated, it's going to win. Uh, I, I would love think, Marcel to get nominated. I, just I, don't generally, know. I generally don't think they're going to get, I don't think they're going to nominate it, even though it's eligible. No, yeah. Um, yeah. Sad world we live in. No. Yeah, Marcel should win though. I I want Marcel to to get a best. I want Dean Fletcher Camp to get a an Oscar mm-hmm. for his work. I yeah. loved him in the movie. I couldn't tell if he oh. was like if it was improv because his laugh was so genuine at some of the lines. So that yeah. was just improv. But yeah. I don't know. 
I have no idea either. <laughs> no, exactly. And A24, like, like I, I, I just, I, I roast A24 a lot now. But, like, let's be honest. A24 is having a, a heck of a year. Yeah, they're um, doing good. Even last like, year was amazing. Yeah, yeah, last year was so good. Yeah. Yeah. What 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 did A24 come out? I'm blanking right now. What what did they come out with last year? Last year was what uh like come on, come on, Red Rocket and the Green Okay, Knight. yeah, Red Rocket yeah. was great. Um that was my number I didn't three like last Green Knight year. as much as I wanted to. No Green Knight was Green Knight was my number one. I wanted right? to love it. Yeah. You know, honestly, uh, let me. And although our ratings are always like really similar, we actually have very different rankings in terms of like. I don't know if you looked at our yeah. year list and compared them. Like, but it doesn't line I up. I hate ranking. I hate yeah. ranking, so I do it badly, and then I look at my ranking and I don't like it, and then I get annoyed, and then I do it badly mm-hmm. again. Like it's just a cycle. Yeah, I do the um, same thing. Yeah, I would say that me and Libby have like more similar tastes, but me and Gavin have, like, incredibly similar rankings where, like, six out of our ten movies will, will line up with each other. Yeah, definitely, rankings, yeah. Which is, like, really interesting to me about how that works. That is so, interesting, yeah. It's because my rankings make no sense to me. Like, I'll look at my uh, rankings and it'll be so wrong, but I don't mm-hmm. want to change it because I'm just never happy with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I do the same thing. Like, I, 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 there's been so many times where I've made the same list, like, eight times because I just delete it and start <laughs> over. But, yeah, like I don't even rank my top 100 anymore because I just can't do it. I just have oh no, yeah. Me. I tried yeah. once and I was like, nope, no, not doing this. Yeah, I had it ranked for like a solid two years and then it got to a point where I had to change it. Like, I, I wanted to add films, but I couldn't with it ranked because I just had no idea where to put them. So I just made it alphabetical. This is such yeah. a funny first world like film, person yeah, exactly. That no one, no one will be able to relate to this, yeah. Oh, yeah. I can't make my top 100, man. How do I order it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's, that's me. Because, so you like, can even make it, though. I can't even make mine. Like, I've tried on so many occasions to even get down my 100 favorite films. I just can't do it. My top 100 is yeah. whack. Your top 100 is whack. Like, There's I just don't even... like the top four. I'm too afraid to look at it. At it. I, like, I haven't looked at it in, like, a long time. I just, yeah, like... Yeah, that's what mine was like. And also, like, my fourth spot, like, it's only, it's really just a top three. I just can't figure out what I want for my fourth spot. Like, I switch it all the time. Like, sometimes it's the Florida Project. Sometimes it's about time. We watched about time together, which was great, Libby. Uh, I still love, I, I, I can't stop thinking about that. Yeah, I'm glad that you gave it five stars. I was like, oh, you man, if I you, hype it up for her. Yeah, but you know when you watch a movie and the very first, like, line or the way the music is in the very first, like, opening like 30 seconds and you just know that you're going to love the film that's what yeah. that time was to me like I, I loved it so instantly and I couldn't believe I'd never seen it before mm-hmm. that's awesome yeah, what did gotta, you give about time uh at four stars I gotta rewatch Ooh. it though there might be something yeah. listen three. hey 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 I didn't give book stars book smart three stars okay I'm, oh, I'm, right. I'm and then say that you like it yeah I do <laughs> I, I really like it I just haven't I haven't only seen it once yeah <sighs> well bodies 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 Indeed what did body. you guys write that so Kyle gave it a three what did you give it Gavin three and a half oh I gave it four and a half I've, I've got such a big difference to you guys yeah but Nine I like that we all ten. have a different score yeah I think it's more interesting 
Yeah, I just had so much fun with it. I was literally having so much fun the entire time, and I can't wait to rewatch it. I think to wait a month. I think to be fair, I liked it as much as I possibly could. Like, I think Bodies, Bodies, Bodies did exactly what it set out to do. It's just by the end of the movie, Mm. it just wasn't the kind of movie that I would like, like gush about by the end of the year or anything like that. But seven out of ten is usually the score I give movies where it's like this did its job. It's just not like a ten. It's just not for me. Yeah. Yeah. Me and Kyle were talking about this the other day when, like, this is an extreme example, but when you love a movie and you have to give it a one star because it's so bad. Like, Kyle, you called it, like, one star with a heart or something, didn't you? Yeah, so I'm, I, I, I talked with Gavin about it as well. Oh, yeah, like Guilty Pleasure. Yeah. Um, on Guilty Pleasure movies. Mm-hmm. And... But I have to I have to rate them with enjoyment included. So, like, mm-hmm. Bodies, Bodies, Bodies is probably a three and a half, but because I loved it, so much I like it feels wrong to give it anything below a four and a half because it's the kind of movie I could rewatch like 10 times like back to back and what movies can I do that with like barely any so four and a half makes sense in my head yeah, yeah that's fair and I and I go I change my ratings on my guilty pleasures like so often like for example like let's use Saw as an example I love the movie Saw and yeah. right now I have it at four and a half I think oh no I changed yeah. it back to three and a half but three and a half would be my my like my regular score, but if I change yeah. it to four and a half then it's over movies like Million Dollar Baby and Life Aquatic and and Shaun of the Dead and I'm like yeah. and then I and then I look at that and I'm like okay but is it like really though you know like I don't yeah. know yeah yeah that's like F nine for me like it's <laughs> dude you loved F nine too I love F nine so much let's I've go it like five or six times oh my god that's movie so good oh. <laughs> Can we do, Kyle, how many Fast and Furious movies have you watched? All of them. Can we do a Fast and Furious ranking episode? Yes, yes, we. Yes, oh my god, I would love that if we could do a Fast and Furious I love episode. that I've just completely taken control of your guys' um, podcast. No, thank no, you please, so much. Thank you. You're, you're welcome anytime, like honestly. Great. I'm just glad Fast there's another Furious. person who, posit- who had a positive experience with F9. Yeah. Yeah, I love it so much. Kyle, I've told you that before, hey. Yes, you love F9. And I... Yeah, I, I love it like every movie. week. I was just like, God, I'm and stuck then... with two Fast and Furious fans. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, no. I mean, we will definitely have a Fast and Furious ranking episode uh, yeah. before Fast 10 comes out next year. Yeah. Fast, Fast X. X. Fast <laughs> X. They should have uh, named it FX, man. Uh, they should have named it FX. That was, oh, that'd be that would have been sick. There's probably a licensing issue, but no. yeah, like it, uh, Fox would sue them. Disney, yeah, would sue exactly. Them. You know how that'd Disney be, is. That'd be so funny. Yeah, I I really want the Daniels to direct a Fast and Furious film. I think that'd be yes. so sick. No, 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 no. Um, did you guys? Do you guys listen to the Letterbox podcast? No, but I need to sometimes, but not often. Okay, listen to the Daniels episode. Um, okay. Yeah, listen to that. Oh, then then you already should know. They said that they want to direct an Indiana Jones movie. Um, they want, oh, to so they want to do Indiana Jones 6 and they wanted to make it without Harrison Ford. They want to do a short round movie, um, with Ki Han. You know, he's he oh, I short do round remember. In. No, okay, uh, I do remember seeing like movie news about that. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, they, they, and they said that like they have a whole screenplay written already for Indiana Jones 6 and they, they wanted to pitch it to Disney, but I guess they never got a call back. So, so we need, we, we need a Daniels to make an Indiana Jones movie. That's what they should do next. Yeah, but down. I also would be down for Fast and Furious Daniels movie. That'd be awesome. I That'd think be insane. it'd be insane. 
There'd be yeah. time travel, there'd be aliens, there'd be like, yes. oh, it'd be insane. They need yeah. to direct the musical that Vin Diesel wants to make, that Fast and Furious musical. They need to get Wait, the Daniels for that. What is yes. this? Vin Diesel really Vin, Vin Diesel really wants a Fast and Furious musical. Like he wants one of one of the Fast and Furious movies to be a musical. I think the Daniels have really great uh musical prowess. Like Swiss Army Man, like oh my god. Exactly. Gosh. That's what the I'm music saying, is dude. so that, good in that movie. And could you imagine them directing Vin Diesel Army singing in a car? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah. I didn't yeah, love Swiss Army Man, but I love the music so much in that film. Yeah. Me and Gavin watched *Fast Army Man* together. Oh, yeah, and we experience. both came away liking it more, which was nice. You always love yeah. it. You, you like to see it. Yeah. Yeah, I think I rewatched it, but I still didn't love it. All it right. just goes too far for me, but that's the point. That's like yeah, no, that's valid. Mm-hmm. That's valid though. Yeah. Yep. Well, guys. <laughs> no, this is this is great. I love our conversation. Um, this has just been a tangent, basically. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Like we talked about, like bodies 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 for like half the episode and the other half we were just talking about like stuff that we love yeah but like yeah. i'm glad that you and Livy and gavin you guys got along so well i'm glad yeah it, like, this is awesome yeah and it seems like we might yeah. have Livy on more often as a guest so that might be awesome yes please oh, that'd yeah. Be sick. yeah oh anytime seriously yeah you know no, if there's ever a movie like i think i told you if there's ever a movie that you're passionate about like either that you really don't like it or you really want to talk about it or you, mm-hmm. you loved it uh, please, please, we'd love to talk with you about any movie because you're a bestie. We love you, Libby. Yeah, you're um, great. Right back at yeah. you. Thank you. Yeah. Anything. Also, there is one thing I want to since since you guys you guys uh, <laughs> Libby, I I was looking at your letterbox last night as you do. I I yeah. I'm always I'm always snooping at your letterbox. Same with Gavin. Same. I'm always snooping like, at... Likewise. Okay. Yeah, like I was like, people who I. <laughs> Yeah, no, Gavin, you you used to put my letterbox too. You're always looking at my letterbox. So I'm like, I just yeah. I see if I see a movie and then I'm like, oh, did Kyle review this? And I see what you recently reviewed. Yeah, but I do this. I do that basically with just you and Libby. Like you and Libby are like the letterboxes that I uh, I go to the most. Heard, heard. Yeah, but I was looking at Libby's score for Steven Universe the movie. Oh boy. Okay. Yeah, but what's that? What's that about? Wait, what is it? Guess, Lily, do you three. remember what you gave it? Probably a, a three, three and a is half. Is it a three? It's close to that. It's not. It's not lower than three. Oh, is it, it lower? No, than three? it's 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 a, it's a three. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I was. I, I I'm surprised oh. that you didn't like it. I thought that you yeah, would be someone okay. who would be a big Steven. But Universe you love fan. Steven Universe though. No, I haven't. I haven't seen it, so that might. Oh, be that's why. why. Oh, okay. Well, all right. Well, yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> I thought the movie looked cool, and I saw that. Like, am I right in thinking that Chance the Rapper did some of the music for it? Not the uh, I don't think that... so. I think Rebecca Sugar did all. I think of it. it was just Rebecca Sugar. I yeah. thought he did a song or something, but yeah. So I, I thought I saw it was like ninety minutes, and the animation looked cool. And I was like, yeah. well, I've never seen the show, but it seems like something I'd like. So maybe I could just watch the movie and yeah. see. And I didn't mind it. I was just a bit kind of, I didn't get it. So I was just a bit bored by it. Like, I just shouldn't have watched it without watching the show. Yeah. yeah. Gavin, you know, I, I, this is like for the first time ever, like, I never even knew that this was like such a controversial topic. But like, I like was like finding out that Steven Universe actually has like a ton of haters. 
Oh yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. Oh, no, like, I, like oh, a lot of haters. Oh yeah. No, like, I've debated about this. Yeah. yeah. No, no. But like, I've like, I guess it's because I've always been like such a bubble of like Steven universe fans. Mm-hmm. Like I, I've never like partook in like a lot of the people who like hate Steven universe. Um, but, like it's like a really, really toxic community. Like oh, yeah, no, a lot no. of like, like if you had gone to like Steven universe, Twitter, like just people like arguing about if Steven universe is good or not. Oh, dude, for me, like, yeah, for me, it's a switch where I've always, I like, whenever I see, whenever I meet someone who also likes Steven Universe, I, like, freak out, and I'm, like, I, I, uh, most of the time, it's people who think the Steven Universe is, like, is not that, is not good. Wow, yeah, so, like, I, I was, like, partaking in, like, the Steven Universe, like, hate, hate, hate them, hate them, yeah, mm-hmm. I was, like, just, like, reading, like, all these people who just, like, hate Steven Universe and hate Rebecca Sugar for some reason, I'm, like, as far as I know, Rebecca Sugar is, like, the sweetest person ever. Yeah, it's like God. But, I don't. I don't get what the show did to you. Like, yeah, calm down. yeah. Like, calm down. Like, God. Libby. So you gotta watch Steven Universe and then tell us if you like it or not. Yeah, it's from like an outsider perspective, it seems like something that is weird for people to hate because isn't it like kind of just like a animation like for kids and for like I don't know like fans. I wouldn't say for kids, like, but it's, it's yeah. like really no, not paused. kids. But I mean, like, yeah. Well, no, but I it's, a, think it'd be it's also just... a toxic fan base. It's also not like it's like it's it's like there's a difference between like Steve Universe and like almost every other cartoon. Steve Universe is just it's it's pretty much like just about positivity and like and yeah, like, that's what ca- I thought. Yeah. And characters healing, and I'm like I'm like I'm so confused about what you guys are hating on right now. Yeah, yeah. And also, I think it has great LGBTQIA uh, yeah, representation. Yeah, that's what it's known for. Yeah, for uh children's cartoon, which I think. That also plays a lot into why a lot of people hate it because, like, mm-hmm. I think it was like one of the first uh, cartoons to like really be taken over by like the woke, the woke mob like people who like yeah. say it's like it's too woke. But I remember when um, Steven Universe came out, it was really like the only cartoon doing it, like because uh, Owl House and and like and another one yeah. around that. And so when it was still when like 2013, I think is when it aired. Yeah, no, it was like it, at, it came out at a time when, like when like you know Disney was like pretty. Um, like, like I remember Alex Hirsch, like this was at a time when like Gravity Falls was on TV when Steven Universe was yeah. on Cartoon Network and like Disney was like openly like censoring Gravity Falls for having any LGBT representation mm-hmm. and like, so I think like Steven Universe is really one of the first ones to like really in the mainstream to like really allow that and it's great that Cartoon Network allowed that to happen. Um, yeah. No, it was, yeah. it was like, yeah, it was, I remember, I remember being like, uh, yeah, what was that, nine years ago? So I was mm-hmm. nine. Yeah, so I remember like, like, it was the only cartoon that was, that had that kind of relationship being mm-hmm. actually shown. Like, I would, it, explicitly, I thought, is the first word that comes to my head, but there's nothing, there's, no, there's nothing really explicit about it. It just doesn't censor anything. Yeah. You know? But, yeah, I, I just want, I don't know why, I just want to say that, because, like, I saw Libby's score for it, and I was like, yeah, this okay. week I, I spent a lot of time in, like, like a bunch of people who hated Steven Universe, and I was just trying to figure out why. Cause, like, Makes I sense, guess so if just... you haven't seen the show, then I would also give the movie, like, three stars if I hadn't seen the show. Yeah, no, because, yeah, like, and I knew is... I, I knew I messed up by not watching the show first. Like, as soon as I started happens. it, I was like, oh, shit, like, I should have just watched it. <laughs> but like, I, I watched the Teen Titans movie, and I, like, really weirdly enjoyed that. So I thought it would kind of be the same thing, but that was also just a stupid thing to assume. Oh, well, yeah, it's different. I've seen I've seen the Teen Titans movie, too, but I, and like, oh, well, yeah, like, the Teen Titans Go one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but Teen Titans Go doesn't have a story, so it's different. So I feel, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, true. 
Like if you're gonna watch, if you're gonna watch a uh, movie, you should have at least watched Change My Mind beforehand, which is like the the climax of season five. Yeah, but then she'd be even more confused. Yeah, because Change My Mind is like really essential, and you need to watch season five before you watch Change My Mind. And you need to watch all the other seasons before you watch season five. Yeah, okay, I was just saying. Then you gotta watch four right. before five and three before four. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Kyle. Yeah. No, of course. I'm just, I'm just confusing. But yeah, I, I love you, Livy. Thank you so much for coming on. Wait, yo, last uh, topic, no. quick, like three minute thing. Anyone seen the first episode of She Hulk yet? Besides me, I have. No, I haven't seen it. Oh, uh, it was good though, right? Sorry, I've let the team down. It was fine. Oh, okay. Never I, mind. I was, What's uh, your guys' favorite Marvel show so far? Like, oh, like MCU, like MCU. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah WandaVision. It's WandaVision. Same. Yeah, Same. it's pretty based. Loki's close though. <laughs> yeah, for Loki, me it's one division Loki, but it's just not my thing. I loved yeah. the last episode of Loki. I thought it was dope. Yeah, Jonathan Majors. Yeah, that's a hot dude. Okay. <laughs> also, yeah. Kyle, I don't care what you say. Moon Knight was great. Moon Knight was mid. Moon Knight was not I mid. Moon Knight, like a lot of the MCU shows, set up so many exciting ideas, and then they get to a point where they can't possibly end them all in a good way so like they just fizzle out like what was Ethan yeah. Hawke doing in the show like he had no he had nothing to do exactly well, I think that I think that's what people are confused about and to be honest I feel it because we're not going to be seeing Moon Knight again for a very long time but with shows it's true that they yeah. don't develop all their ideas but it's also like not over yeah. like he's not like 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 his character is still around like it's not like mm-hmm. it's not like it's the end of Moon Knight where it's like his plot line is still going on but yeah, okay. I, I know, Wait, but Gavin? I just like something else. Yeah. Final what? final topic, but I'm watching Daredevil season two. Oh my gosh. Indeed. This yeah. show's incredible. This show's yes, incredible. Okay, no, I don't care about no bodies, 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 scene universe, whatever. Watch Daredevil. Everybody, please. It's on Disney yeah. Plus. Just watch Daredevil. So Gavin, Gavin's trying to get me into Daredevil fandom. And I watched season one. And I was like, okay, that was good. That wasn't like what Gavin was living up to. Season two, I don't know why. Season two is hidden different for me. I think it's, it's so mainly weird that season two is hitting, is hitting so different for you. Yeah, I think it's also because like I'm just really interested in the Punisher trial. Like just like like oh, a yeah, bunch of trial well. scenes. It's and I'm, like I'm loving like the legal drama stuff of it. Mm-hmm. But and also like I don't know why. I, I I'm so sorry guys. I promise you I'm not I'm not in a toxic relationship, but I also ship Electra and Daredevil. Oh, yeah, I don't more care. More than no, Karen. Yeah, come at me. I, don't, I really don't care. I, yeah. I like Electra and Daredevil is like my vibe, man. I'm telling you. Yeah, they're dope. Um, yeah. Dude, that's why. Okay. No, can you please watch The Defenders before season three? Should I? Yes, just do it, please. Do it's I need to watch it. Luke Cage and Jessica Jones and Iron Fist and all that stuff? Perhaps. I don't want to. <laughs> no, come on, wait. Just do it, please. Libby, should I watch all the Marvel Netflix shows? You can decide. I mean, if, if I haven't you... seen any of them, so I'm probably the oh. worst person to ask. They're okay. good, except for Iron Fist. But Iron Fist is still... I don't watch still... TV shows, really, which is... Oh, uh, same. Yeah. Dude, yeah, relatable. Okay, guys. Well, we'll wrap it up, then. Uh, Sounds good. I can't believe we finally had someone on Picture Box. We it's, finally it's been... have a guest episode. We finally have a guest episode, and it was, like, the best person ever. It was Libby. Uh, yeah. she's like the I can't believe I was person. the first guest. We've already, yeah, we've already hit the peak. First, yeah, we first, have. First we don't best. have. We I don't know why. Like, I guess we were actually going to have you on a lot earlier. You're going to be like on episode five when we did the Elvis episode. Oh yeah, yeah. 
Elena. Oh no! I don't bring up Elvis. I was in a good mood. Don't. Oh, okay. you, right. you want to give us a little snippet about Elvis? <laughs> give us a little snippet about no, uh, Baz Luhrmann. No. I I I used to really enjoy Baz Luhrmann's films, and I still like a few of them, but not as much as I used to. Yeah. Then Elvis, basically, like the very bare bones thing of what I thought was of Elvis, was that Baz Luhrmann does so much special stuff in Elvis, and then at the very <laughs> basis of it, it's just so many biopic tropes that we've seen and heard a million times it's like why would you do all the special stuff and then just go back to that which is what annoyed me about it yeah um but yeah that's elvis in my opinion two and a half stars <laughs> yeah but yeah uh so this is awesome getting a chance to have libby on and getting a chance to talk with her and getting a chance to experience the film with her so yeah um uh, well we actually we actually watched all baz Luhrmann's movies um yeah yeah it was great Great strictly ballroom your favorite in the end kyle yes i told you that yeah he won't stop talking to me about strictly ballroom no you gotta watch it gavin strictly ballroom is so good the knee slide slide is awesome yeah i know we 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 just raved on about how amazing and then was australia your least favorite yeah it was so our rankings the same for that basically it's exact same except for elvis elvis ruined it because you have Elvis lower, and I have Elvis like number three or four. Yeah, I think Elvis is my second lowest after um Australia. Yeah. Oh wow, you like Elvis stuff. less than Great Gatsby? Yeah, because I I I had Great Gatsby at a four and a half, and then I moved it to like a three and a half when me and Carl rewatched it together. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. Let's wrap it up. Uh, Libby, where can they yeah. find you? You're a guest. Oh. Um, just Libby Caldwell everywhere. Instagram, yeah. Leatherbox, everywhere. Just my name, keeping it simple. She's the greatest. That is simple, yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> Gavin, what about you? <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, you can find me at what G said on, uh, on Instagram. That's where I post my longer reviews. Very, very sp- uh, sparsely, but I, I, I do it. And then on Letterbox to Gavin Sollinger, where I do shorter stuff, and I update that a lot more than my Instagram. So. And you can find me at Kyle Flynn on YouTube because uh, I'm between it on Twitter and Letterbox and KK underscore reviews on Instagram. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening to Picture Box. Peace. See ya. Mm-hmm.